hey, I'm Grace and I'm the host of this podcast, She Builds Me Up. She is my neighbor, my friend, my sister, my mentor, and my inspiration. She's the everyday woman that surrounds me all the time. We laugh together, we cry together, and we love together. I value her because of the amazing gifts she shares with me. Come and join my tribe and let's build something amazing together. This is where we uplift one another, we let our guards down, we invest fully in one another, and we become stronger by doing so. Together, we are going to get into the nitty gritty of this weird world of adult friendships. We're going to combat our challenges and have fun while doing it. Okay, we are here with my good friend, Nicole Maxfield. Hi, everybody. Saying hi. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) And we are currently in the middle of the coronavirus 2020 quarantine self-distancing crisis. Yes. So sad. And what is your first day of... So our schools got canceled, what, on Friday? Mm Mm-hmm. So today was the first day. Then again, our kid, our oldest, our oldest are a month apart and they're in preschool yeah. together. Yep. So it wasn't that much different, I guess, for us. But I just, there's like yeah. this feel in our town, don't you say? Wouldn't yes. you say? Yeah. It's, it's just been a really crazy day. It has been. And it's just sad. It's just sad that we are at this point where mm-hmm. we are trying not to spread something that's unseen. You're just kind of going, okay. And we're hoping that what we're doing is working. We don't even actually know. I mean, we will know eventually, I guess. But right now, we don't know. Mm -hmm. And, like, I went to the grocery store today, not to stockpile, just because I needed some Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) The essentials. (laughs) And some milk. And some milk. Um, And then I had to wait in line for, like, 30 minutes because of everyone else being, (laughs) having three carts full of fill in the blank stuff i will say it's interesting Mm -hmm. to see what people stockpile yes it is like (laughs) some things i'm always like hmm so that's what you're gonna stockpile all right i see you (laughs) yeah i know it is good it's it's pretty funny well to me i'm like stockpiling stuff that won't spoil for a while yeah and so then when i see someone else like their cart full of like fresh produce (laughs) i'm like you know that's gonna rot no like you know Anyway, who knows? I mean, good for them that maybe they have a lot of salads at their house. I yeah. don't know, but it's canning. just been, it's been, I'm, I'm making light of it, but it's been a weird, scary time. It has been. Yeah. It's been definitely something that we'll remember for a long time. Yeah. Well, and I'm in the middle of kind of planning girls camp again. Mm-hmm. This is in June and I'm kind of like, are we even having girls camp? I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, today it was announced that this could go into July and August. So who oh knows? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, by the time this not. airs, I guess it'll be April probably. So, anyway, are I'm you sure gone, it'll, still Corona? Be, it'll still be going. Let's hope it's not. But I'm sure here? it will be. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Get out of here. Oh, anyway, um, today I am. we are talking about a very important topic to Nicole, but also to me. She picked this topic, and I was fully on board is this idea of Mm self-love and so i'm gonna start off by asking you nicole um because the reason you picked this topic is because you've been studying it Mm -hmm. and like thinking about it you have notes Mm -hmm. in your phone and like this has just been an ongoing subject in your mind right Mm -hmm. yes and so my question was going to be what made you decide to start studying this yeah, so, and we'll kind of go more deep into my emotional journal, but I have an emotional journal on my phone, and um, I I just 
when I start thinking about something, I'll just write down a lot of different things. But I moved recently, as you know, to Danville. Yes. And I feel like whenever you go through a really big change in life or something just kind of derails you a little bit, um, you have to reanalyze some things. You kind of have to reanalyze yourself and, and what you want. And I kind of found myself in a place where I needed to, you know, work on my confidence you know, using courage, meeting a lot of new people, a lot of new relationships, yeah, a new place to start my business. I mean, there was just a lot of new things where I had to exert a lot of courage. And um, so it's been on my mind a lot. Um, I also just love this subject in general. I, I feel too. like it's I do too. so important. And, um, you know, as a Christian, God's greatest commandment, um, he says to love others like unto yourself. And um, as I was pondering on that, I got to thinking, what if everyone followed this commandment? And what if everyone had confidence and loved themselves? Mm-hmm. How much hurt and pain would be wiped off this earth? So true. And I think it would solve a lot of hurt, a lot of hurt, um, and, and make us so much healthier in, yeah. in all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. Um. It's funny, when I think about confidence and, and self-love, I find certain points in my life where I think, oh my gosh, that was a huge part in my life when I started to love myself more. And one of my first moments of <laughs> confidence and realizing that I could be myself and it was okay was when I was really little. I think I was, I think I was in fifth grade, I want to say. And I was in this group called Harmony Kids with the, le- uh, the leader of that group, Her name was Terry Lent, and she was just so much fun. She was confident and loud and funny and Mm -hmm. always happy, and I was pretty shy at that point in my life, and... um, What kind of group was this? So Harmony Kids, they they sing and they dance, Mm. and they, uh, they do some little scene acting out. Okay. um, Acting out scenes and stuff, but... Um, my mom put me in there, I think, to kind of get me out of my bubble a little bit. Okay, yeah. And I remember she was going, all right, now I need somebody to act like they just lost a million dollars. How would you act? And I decided in that moment, I'm going to just like go for it. Oh, wow. And I raised my hand and she pointed at me and I just like went down on my knees and... and <laughs> so sad and everyone laughed in the room and I was like oh my gosh like that was one of the first moments where I thought I decided to be me and Mm -hmm. then it it paid off it was Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I wasn't being this quiet Nicole on the bench anymore I just was me and that was one of the I don't know I just was thinking about that and thought that was well and that's incredible that you were a young child in that moment still Mm-hmm. affects you now yeah and I think throughout my whole life there has been so many times where confidence and self-love have popped up yeah where I've over I've overcome to heart I overcame a really hard thing mm-hmm. and um, learned a lot from loving myself more so yeah throughout my whole life so that's no, kind of I how feel, it started I definitely feel the same way I feel like at the end of the day I'm I feel like I'm finally at this point in my life I'm in my 30s, same for you. 
where it's like the value you can't put a value on self-love because mm-hmm. it's everything mm-hmm. you know it is um so let's dive a little Let's dive right in. Um, what do you feel like is confidence and why do you feel like we need it? Yeah, so I I feel like confidence is believing in yourself, um, feeling comfortable in your true self, knowing that you have worth. Yeah. If you're confident, people believe in you. Confidence is attractive. It brings success, helps to connect well with others, and you generally, like, you generally feel happier. Yeah, Like, it is something that makes you smile and feel good in your skin well because you you are in control of your own happiness versus relying on other people Mm -hmm. to be happy because you just can't do that yeah and i feel like everything's better like your relationships are healthier your work is better you're able to connect with uh, people better in your surroundings it's just um it's it's a powerful thing yes when Nicole sent me her notes for this episode, you got you sent me a few, quite a few quotes, but this mm-hmm. one was one that went along with what we're saying now is that confidence is not something that can be learned, like a set of rules. Confidence is a state of mind. Yes. So I was hoping that you could speak to that. Like, how do we change our state of mind if we don't feel confident? Yeah. Um, I think we have to realize that who we are makes a difference. Yeah. We have, we have a lot of power in, in our thoughts. Yeah, and I think that's where it starts. But I have the question, and how we change our state of minds is: I like to ask, "Who am I?" Mm-hmm. So, who am I trying to be? What am I trying to become? And what am I trying to work out? We are ever changing beings. We can be anything we want to be. Yeah. Um, and it all starts with a thought, right? Yeah. It all starts with our thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think that statement right there is so powerful. Mm-hmm. I like to, um, do, I like to meditate yeah. and, um, and I think it's so important because, because whatever you think you can be, you can. Yeah. Um, we are never just. 100 percent done in life this is my personality <laughs> i'm done downloading <laughs> yep, yep. this is me yeah um yeah. and so i think that's where we can start we can kind of analyze who do i want to be in life yeah yeah i always love going to funerals mm-hmm. um because you kind of sit there and gain and learn so much from an individual's life and mm, you kind true. of analyze your life at least I do when I go and I think, yeah, okay, where do I want to be? Where do I want to, who do I want to become at the end of all of this? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a great place to start. Um, I love this quote by George Adams when he says, what, what you think means more than anything else in your life, more than what you learn, more than where you live, more than your social, social position, and more than what anyone thinks of you. So it I all starts that. with our thoughts. It does. And I think a lot of times the thing that I thought about when we're thinking about how can we change our state of mind, and I mentioned this to you before we started recording, is this idea of doing hard things. And it all starts with a thought. Like when you think you can't do something, you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And usually the reason you tell yourself you can't do something is because you're just afraid of failing. Like Mm -hmm. that's what it is. Yes. 
And so I feel like if you can just face that fear and tell yourself, I can do this, and even if I fail, I can do it, try it again until I get it right, mm-hmm. then when you do succeed, that builds your confidence and that changes your state of mind. And then the next time a hard thing comes your way, you're like, okay, remember that last time? Mm-hmm. I could do it. This time, I can do this too. You know, And that's yeah. what builds your confidence and changes your state of mind. That's what I was thinking about when... Yes. We were thinking about this idea. 100% agree. Um, so in talking about having relationships, whether it's with your spouse, your kids, your friends, um, why do you feel like self-love and confidence is important in relationships? I love that we're coupling self-love and confidence together because I think it's hard to envision one without the other. Yes. Um, I feel like when you have self-love, you're able to be confident and vice versa. Yes. Um, one, one who doesn't love themselves is, that's a really easy hole to fall into. Yeah. And so I think when you don't have confidence and when you don't have self-love in your relationships, um, there's no progression there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Um, you can easily fall into that hole and feel like you can't get anywhere. And that's a very hard and dark place to be. And I feel like I would challenge to say that I feel like everyone has been in that dark oh, place. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, where they have just felt like... Um, well, like and I feel like you themselves. see those like memes or whatever where like it's almost this expectation that like your romantic interest in life, it's their job Mm -hmm. to pull you out of these dark places. It's their job to love you out of it. And I'm not saying there's not some truth to that, but at the end of the day, it's like, you're never going to be happy unless you love yourself. And if both you and the other person in a relationship, whether that's a friend or whoever, both Mm -hmm. love yourself, that's when progression starts. That's Mm -hmm. when closeness starts and so on and so forth, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. A hundred percent. Um, I love, I love this, uh, scripture. I was talking to my husband about this subject and he brought up the scripture that reads, he who shall love himself for my sake shall find it. Um, I think a lot of times we feel like, well, well, in order for me to love others, I need to love myself first. Or in order for me to love others, I have to forget about myself and then love love people first. And then eventually I love myself. Right. And I feel like when we when we know who God is, we know who we are. And immediately yes. puts that in perspective. When we know who God is, we know our worth because we know what he thinks about us. Mhm. And I think when you lose yourself into what God's perspective of you is, that's what you're really talking about versus what your own perspective is. Because we're imperfect Mm -hmm. and we lose sight of our worth and we lose Mm -hmm. sight of our confidence. Even if we're the most confident person today, tomorrow something might knock us off our feet, like moving or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And then we don't have that confidence anymore, but we can regain that confidence by just gaining a perspective of losing ourselves into God's perspective, if that makes sense. I mean, I know not everyone's religious, but I still stand by that, that just connecting with a higher power. Yes. Yeah. Whatever your higher power, higher power is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think also going back to why is self-love and confidence important in relationships? 
it is so critical in adult friendships or any age for that matter that you know your worth and how you deserve to be treated because if you don't know how you deserve to be treated then when you're not treated that way you don't know to get out does that make sense yeah you don't know better and so if you don't love yourself and then your friend is treating you like crap or even just not like you're amazing because i i just said this to nicole before we started recording my people are people that think I am the most fantastic friend in the world. And I don't surround myself with anyone that thinks any less than that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll say hi to people that think less than that. But, like, people that I'm spending my precious time off with my husband with or that I'm inviting over for dinner or that I'm making time for are the people that just think I'm this incredible, amazing person. No, no lukewarm. Like, they think I'm fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know that I deserve for people to think that about me. And it's the same for everyone. You should always, everyone should do the same thing. Everyone should only surround yourself with people that think that about you. That's that's right. And because you only have so much time and energy in your day. Yeah. So why not put that where it feels the most right and good and, and all the love in the world. Right. And insecurities, we all have them. Mm -hmm. But if you focus on those instead of self-love, it's really just detrimental Yes. to your relationships because then you rely on the other person to constantly be telling you oh no like you're fine or you're this or you're that it's like no you need to be telling yourself that yes and I also feel like when you're in that hard place of not loving yourself you nitpick other people mm, you start mm-hmm, nitpicking mm-hmm. and you start analyze people and then it's one of those sad tornadoes or spirals that yeah, you get into yeah. When you can't love yourself, you all of a sudden start, yeah, getting in a toxic spiral. Well, and it's interesting. I had two friends of mine kind of recently, and I guess not that recently, a few months ago. They kind of got in this weird tiff, and I just remember saying to the one, I was like, you know what? Someone who knows their worth doesn't treat other people like that. Mm. So, like, this isn't about you. This is about them. Mm -hmm. And, like, that, I feel like that's true most of the time. Like, if you're getting into something with someone that's on the negative side, it's almost always comes back to them and how they feel about themselves. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really have anything to do with you. Does that make sense? Yes. That's what I say to my little (laughs) (laughs) four-year-old. Because four-year-olds 100% believe what other people say about them. Yes, yes. Like, my daughter came home and she said... This person said I was, I mean, it was absolutely, doesn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it could be Mm -hmm. like that I was a a shrimp head, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just completely devastated. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, I, and it's funny what we say to our young kids, we need to tell ourselves too, but, and I always tell her, well, just tell them, I'm sorry you think that. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't think I'm a shrimp head. So tell yourself uh, that. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. you think that, but yeah. I am I'm not that. Yeah. And this is gonna feed into our next question and we're gonna touch on this, so I'll hold off, but we have these traps that we fall into that cause us to that take away from our confidence. So let's speak to like what are some of those traps mm-hmm. that we fall into. All right, so I have three traps that I can identify that we get into a lot. And the first trap is is when we say I have to please everyone and every in everything I do and say. 
Um, Which is just not true. Yeah. It's just not true. And it's very exhausting if you get in that mindset. Yeah. Um, but I, I often think that we, we feel when you walk into a room, not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. I mean, for the rest of our lives, if we can just realize that fact, mm-hmm. <laughs> not everyone mm-hmm. is going to like you. Yeah. And just be fine with it. Okay. That's it. That is a truism done. Then I think we're able to progress through this trap. Um, we often compare ourselves all the time. Oh yeah. Like, like we'll look at a friend that we really want to get close to and we'll see that they connect with this other girl who's making this person laugh and making this person have a good old time. And we automatically think to ourselves, okay, if I can make this person laugh, they're going to totally want to be my friend. Yeah. And you're yeah. putting these like, um, expectations on yourself to please others. Well, and then you project those expectations onto them when really they don't actually expect that of you. Yeah. But you just think that they do because you, you, you've you compared yourself. You yeah, know? you compare yourself. And when you compare, you're immediately saying that you're not enough. You're immediately yeah. telling yourself what you've got, this package of yours, mm-hmm. that should be enough, mm-hmm. isn't enough. you got to be something else yeah. to qualify. Yeah. And we just got to get that out of our heads. Yeah. It's just because it won't get you anywhere. Well, and I think I grew up very, very shy. And so a lot of learning to cope with being shy is realizing that, like, no one is looking at me the way I think that they're looking at me. Because a lot of the times when you're shy, you walk into a room and you're so nervous to walk into a room because you think everyone's looking at me. Everyone thinks I'm wearing a weird shirt or everyone thinks my hair looks weird or like you're hyper-focused on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes back to that scripture you talked about where lose yourself. Yep. Even though we're loving ourselves at the same time. <laughs> but like if you love yourself, you're going to walk into a room and it literally does not matter what anyone else in that room thinks of you. Maybe everyone in the room does love you, but who cares? If you love yourself, it does not matter. You shouldn't even be wondering. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm there. We all wonder what people think of us. (laughs) And I think to an extent we should care a little bit about what people think of us. But you should also hopefully be able to get to a point where you can walk in a room and it honestly does not matter Mm -hmm. what people think of you because you're good with you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that kind of goes along with the second trap. And that's the trap that of the notion that I have to be 100% perfect. That perfectionism yes. type of mentality. Um, we really have to be assertive and not let other, you know, opinions about you paralyze you. Um, yes. Like you were saying. Um, I mean, you got to care a little bit. Like you said, you don't want to be like, I don't care what all you think. I'm just going to be whoever I want to be. <laughs> you yeah, got to yeah, care a little yeah. bit, but not too much. That's the key. Care, but not too much. Don't let, don't let it what other you. people think about you paralyze you to yes. the point where you are not enjoying life. Yes. That is a huge trap. Or that you've become someone you don't recognize or even want to be. Yeah. You know? And when you put... Um, when you put others' opinions about you um, in your reality, yes, it's toxic. I love the quote that says, your opinion is not my reality. When we are putting our happiness in other people's hands, what they think about us and everything, mm-hmm. we're, you're going to live a really, really sad paralyzed life. and sad life. Well, and Nicole actually posted this 
quote on her Instagram stories today. It said, the version of me you created in your mind is not my responsibility. And mic just, drop. Mic drop. Good job <laughs> posting that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, it's true though. It's like, cause like I know that I'm a kind, loving person. And if I did something that someone else misinterpreted for some reason, and then they think I'm a huge jerk, like that's on them. Mm-hmm. Like I really do feel bad if they think I'm a jerk because they misinterpreted something. But at the end of the day, I know I'm not a jerk. And so it was probably just a misunderstanding. Yes, I love that quote. And we hear it often. It says, nobody can make you feel inferior without your consent. Have you heard that before? Oh, yeah. I love that quote. I love it, too. Um, We are in charge of where we go with the words that we hear. Where do I go with what they just said to me? Where do I go with, like, what I'm thinking about myself? And we are in charge. We are the we are holding the control Power. button yeah. in our minds. Well, and what's Take interesting out the trash is button. there's a podcast I really enjoy by Jody Moore. I'm sure you've heard of her. Yeah, she's great. Um, and one of her things that she recently posted about is like allow people to be wrong about you. I love that. And I'm like, so freaking true, right? Like, who cares if someone thinks I'm a jerk? Because I'm not. And they can be wrong. And that's them. That's fine. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So We definitely have to depersonalize. And Yes. What and do you mean by that? Meaning, like, self-talk matters. Like, yeah. We need to in- interpret things neutrally almost. Uh-huh. Um, I love a lot of uh, psychiatrists talk about uh, interpreting things neutrally. Mm-hmm. For example, like, if a girl's walking down the street and she throws shade your way, gives you a bad look, mm-hmm. we can interpret it in so many different ways. Like, we could think, oh, this girl just hates me and, like, doesn't mm-hmm. want anything for me. We could, Or we could look at it and say wow, she looks like she's having a hard day. Hope she's okay. And that's where you have care still in there, but you're not letting her actions affect you to the point of where you don't think you're, you're good or you're worth. She probably honestly didn't even realize she was looking at you that way. Yes. Or if she did, who cares? You know? Well, and I just think, I just think this happens in, in life. So many people are going through so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we and we hear that all the time. We hear learn to not take things so personally, and everyone's going through something. Um, but we hear that for reasons. I mean, a, an individual person has so many experiences, a different upbringing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you can't even begin to dissect all the reasons why people do things. Well, even it's then, I deep. I went to the park the other day. And my friend approached me about my episode with Brielle about mourning and where I opened up about how I had this miscarriage and we didn't match. And I just mentioned a few things that I've gone through in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And she just was like, I had no idea that you went through all of that. And she's yeah. like, I just made me realize that I'm going through stuff that people don't know about. And over there, that girl's going through stuff that I don't know about. And we're all just going through hard hard things all the time yeah and yet we're you know acting like we're not or it's not that we're intentionally trying to fake people out but it's just like i'm not going to go tell everyone all the time about <laughs> deep 
yeah. horrible things that happen to me, you know? Yeah. So it's just something to be... One of my favorite quotes is, be more kind than necessary for everyone's fighting a battle you don't know about. Or I butchered that, but it's that's the gist of it. So. I love that. Yep. yep. Okay, so the third trap, what the is it? The third one is, I can't control how I think or how I feel. That's a huge trap. When yes. we think that we're not in charge, and I kind of touched base with this a little bit at the beginning of it. But when we can, when we say, like, I'm just, I'm just a mean person and that's just how I am. Sorry. Yeah. When we immediately put a period on ourselves and say, this is how I am. Yeah. Um, that's a state of obviously being prideful. Um, and we all go through the pride cycle, you know. Yes. yes. Um, but I think it's important to recognize when we get into that place. Um, you don't want to be in a place where you're just like, I'm done with people. and mm-hmm. Or you believe to be better than others. That's definitely a toxic trap that we all as humans fall into. Well, and I think at times of my life, and I'll use God as an example, um, where I get in this place where I'm like, I'm done with God because of these reasons. And then when I always revisit myself, I realize it was like I was the one that was turning my back on him. Mm-hmm. And I think that applies to friendships as well, where yeah. we're the ones that turn our back to the world, and then we blame the world because we turned our backs. Does that make sense? Yes. And because you're like, well, I can't change this, so just forget all of it, and I don't want to do this anymore. When every time I've gotten to that place, it just leads to resentment and anger, and then I, like, hate everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Every single time I, like, put my love feelers back out there, people are there to receive it, and, like, I have friends. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that needs to, like, have a readjustment, yeah. not everyone else. Yep. I so. Okay, so speaking of getting to this place where you're turning your back on people and all Mm -hmm. that, we Mm -hmm. often get in these ruts. And I feel like, once again, I'm in this place where I feel like I'm in that pocket. We talk about being in this pocket of good where I feel good about myself, I love myself, but we still fall in ruts where we have those days where our insecurities just, like, eat us alive. Mm -hmm. We all have those days, weeks, months sometimes, or Mm -hmm. longer. Hopefully not longer, but it happens. So if you're in a rut... How do you bounce back from that? So for me, I go where I feel safe, which is my home. I okay. start there to rebuild. Um, but when I say that, I, I don't mean become totally disconnected. I think that's something we have to be really careful about. But yeah. I do think you need to go to your safe place so that you can so that you can focus on what's most important. Yeah. Um, I like to start with analyzing my seven healths. And what I mean by that is um, there's seven physical, emotional, intellectual, social, spiritual, environmental, and occupational. I feel like if one of those healths are suffering in my life, mm-hmm. um, then I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exactly where I want to be mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I kind of analyze, all right, okay, Nicole, what's going on? All right, so I'm not working out at all. All right, so I haven't, how long have I, okay, I haven't worked out for like a month. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll kind of like analyze a new way to change that, change that up and to put yeah. that in my daily schedule. Um, another way that helps me bounce back is, um, I say this before, but my emotional journal. Whenever I'm feeling an intense emotion, 
I will start jotting down all of my thoughts and not holding back anything. I just write it all out. And eventually, um, when I feel like I'm in a weird place, I'll start to kind of narrow down on exactly what emotion I'm feeling and, yes. and what's going on in my head. And sometimes it's not what you expect. Yeah. It At least really, for me. I, I also have an emotional journal, so yeah. I, I, I feel you. Yeah. It's, it's actually a really, ever since I've started this emotional journal, it's been, it's been almost like a therapist oh, on yeah, hand. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I've been an avid journaler my whole life, not as much since I've had kids, but I, I still write in a journal. Just It used to be more daily. Now it's like, you know, less than that. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm starting to feel crazy or I'm starting to be in that rut, I can always trace it back to when was the last time I wrote this all out. Mm. And it's 99% of the time I'm like, wow, it's been a month. Time to, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I also like to analyze what's on my stage meaning like my mind is a stage so what is on my stage at that moment and also what am i marinating in yes (laughs) you know chicken marinade like oh yeah what am i marinating (laughs) myself and what am i surrounding myself with um i think that right there uh will answer a lot of questions yes um when i feel like we get caught up in these thoughts where we just can't, we have this loop going in our mind where we're angry about something or we're sad about something or a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, mo- this has happened to me recently. This happens all the time. But most recently, I've had this situation where it just, it runs in my mind. Even if it's not the forefront of my mind, it's there mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. you know? And then I finally just realized, like, I've got to take this off my stage. I've got yeah. to stop marinating in this. Those are not the words I thought, but I like that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just telling myself that was a, a game changer because I was like, I can't dwell on this any longer. Just mm-hmm. move on, mm-hmm. you know? Words are so powerful. They are. The music we listen to, the yes. things that we think about. True, And that can be like a whole nother podcast with positive thinking, but truly yes. like... The words that we let on our stage will determine a lot of how we feel about ourselves. And also, I do think it's important when we're talking about marinade is the people that we're surrounding ourselves with. We need to stop um, seeking help from unsupportive people uh, in our marinade. Like we we just need to take um, relationships in our marinade that are that are lifting us up. Letting mm-hmm. us feel loved. I love what you said earlier in the podcast when you're like, I like to show myself with people who make me feel awesome, who yeah. make me feel like I am the coolest person because yeah, what yeah. more could you want in a friend or in a person that you marinate in? Absolutely. And in the just to be clear, the opposite is also true where I think they are awesome. <laughs> 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 I just surround myself with like this. So what's that word? Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so fun. But yeah, it's um, it's super important to surround yourself with. When I loved what you said about don't continue to seek help from unsupportive people, because there are people in our lives that they're it's back to the neutral thinking thing where it's like they're not negative people in our lives, Mm-mm. but they're not super positive, awesome, building me up type of people. Mm-hmm. They might build other people up. Mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily building me up. And like, that's okay 
to have just neutral people in your life that when you see them, it's like, you're awesome. I'm awesome. We're living our life, but I'm not going to go to them for the support that I'm looking for. I need to go to the people that I know are going to build me up mm-hmm. for the support that I need. Yeah, totally. And, and I love, I love when you can be in a place of confidence and self-love because what, what other people do or like if they invite somebody over to their house and they don't invite you and if you're in a marinade that's making you happy that won't affect you it won't affect you because it has nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with you you can say wow i'm so happy they're having a good time but i'm having a good time too (laughs) totally (laughs) and that's why it's so important because when you start feeling like you have no worth or you're not fun to hang out with or you're not we've all been there yeah we have all been there um when you start getting there start analyzing your marinade start analyzing it and saying okay what do i need to add to my life or change in my life to make me feel good and it might be something you're not expecting yeah like for me this was probably back in the fall. I had this, you know, situation that was just eating at me and eating at me and eating at me. And it was causing some, you know, just bad feelings. And it, had you asked me up front, like, what do you need to do to change? I would have been like, well, this situation needs to change. Mm-hmm. But then I went back to my seven healths, just like you do. And I was like, oh, wait, like, I never exercise ever. So, and I just had this thought, like, I need to make a change in that area. So I joined the YMCA and I started going and it was just this like amazing, seemingly unrelated, but so, so related thing. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Where it just took this cloud off of me where in my mind I was like, well, the thing that's going to solve this is this situation changing or me doing what I need to do directly at it versus... Maybe I need to consider my mental health or my physical health or my spiritual health, you know? So cool. I love that. And actually, a cool fact about exercising. I was chatting with my friend and her husband is a, uh, he works on brains. I couldn't tell you what kind of a doctor he is, (laughs) but he works on brains. Okay. And he was saying that uh, one of the best, actually the best uh, medicine that's in our control for our emotional health mm-hmm. is exercise. Which I hate. Isn't but I'm, that crazy? It, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It truly is kind of a huge motivator for me to be like, okay, I kind of go there first too. What am I doing physically? Because often as moms. See, and I go there last because I hate <laughs> exercising. <laughs> I feel like as, as a mom, we're yes. always like, hey, feed kids. Like, scrape off the scraps to feed myself like (laughs) go here go there like in a car here and we just kind of um put ourselves on the back burner a lot yes we do and so it's good to kind of analyze those seven healths like you were talking about but yeah yes because a lot of times like if i'm having a social problem i think the answer is a social answer (laughs) but it's not no i mean it can be but a lot of times it's like no all these other things are also out of balance which is why you're having the social problem in the first place you know or the emotional problem or the whatever these are isn't that Um, interesting it is it really is (laughs) so interesting it is um okay so 
You said here that you wanted to learn to recognize negative self-talk. Did you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Um, I, I do think that when we're more aware of what's on our stage, meaning what's in what we're thinking of in our minds throughout mm-hmm, the day, mm-hmm. we're able to nail that down. Um, there's a couple of books I we can post about on yeah. this uh, podcast, but there's a couple of books that really help mm-hmm. bring you out of negative self-talk and more of positive thinking. I think mm. that's where meditation is so important. Do you meditate? We hear about it all the time, but do you honestly take a minute to meditate positive things? Yes. In your life for the day. Yes, as in we should do that. <laughs> yes. I just think it's one of the most important things. That one kind of kicked me um, probably about five years ago uh, when I was reading this book. I thought, oh my gosh, I never meditate. That's something I always hear about and never do. That was a huge way for me to bounce back, get that negative self-talk out of my brain. Well, and what's been so interesting about this coronavirus situation, I posted about this on Instagram either yesterday or today is that this past weekend was like the first weekend of like the social distancing becoming a really serious big thing and so it was just this incredible like everything on our calendar got canceled we couldn't go anywhere church got canceled social events got canceled everything was canceled everyone knows if they're listening what it's been like And so on Saturday, Ben fortunately had the weekend off and we just went on a hike as a family. And I'm just like, why don't we do this more often? It's like, oh, wait, it's because our calendar is full of A, B, and C things. (laughs) And then I'm spending time with people who think I'm awesome and I think they're awesome. And like, that was really refreshing for my soul. And then Sunday we had church and it was just me and my little family unit. And I just had this amazing like thought like, what a blessing this is. Of course, it's not a blessing that people are getting sick. That's not what I mean. But like, you can see the blessing in amongst the bad situation that we've had time to be mindful and to meditate and to just ponder. Like when I was out in nature, just walking with my kids, my thoughts were just more turned to God and turned to these positive things in my life versus, okay, now I got to go here and now I got to go there and mm-hmm. Ben has to work this weekend. And what are we going to do? What are we going to eat? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just been this really cool, like, f- being forced to slow down has been an amazing blessing. So amazing. And it's great when you're around those people that you feel like you can 100% just be yourself. Yeah. That's fr- that's a freeing place. It is. It is. And that's where we want to get 100% of the time, right? We want to yeah. carry that throughout our whole week, that feeling of, like, feeling close to God and feeling... Yeah surrounded by love yeah one of the things that we haven't touched base on um is limiting internet usage i feel like we are just in this crazy social media fiasco phase of life that Mm -hmm. is kind Mm -hmm. of consuming and truly has gotten me in a lot of rabbit holes where i just you get on it and you oh i wonder about this and i wonder if this is on sale and i what is this person doing? Like, oh, I haven't seen them. I mean, you can just keep yeah, keep going absolutely. down these rabbit holes and it's and it it can rob us of our happiness. And so yes. I I don't know. I feel like with self-confidence and self-love, I think it's important. I mean, you only have so much energy and time in your day. Yeah. Let's limit the social media 
in a way that we're able to, I don't know how to say it, like thrive in yes. real life. Thriving well, I in real space. what you said. You sent a quote that said, one reason we struggle with insecurity, we're comparing our behind the scenes to everyone else's highlight reel, which is what Instagram is. That's mm-hmm. what Facebook is. Mm-hmm. Is everyone's posting about their amazing lives, me included. And then you're sitting there looking at it like, oh, I had a horrible day today, but Grace had an amazing day today, so I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) When really I just posted because I had a good day yesterday, maybe not, you know? Yeah. But it's also, I mean, it's great to see those highlights, but if you're continually just filling your day with everybody else's highlights, but you're not even creating a highlight for yourself, you are going to get to that place where you're like, Man, I had a crappy day, but I had a crappy day because I was checking out whatever else I was doing for hours. <laughs> so true. And so create your own highlight reel in your day. Yes, create it. You need to get out, get outside, get ready for the day. Oh, that's like, huge. That is a huge one for self-love and confidence. If you can get ready, put on makeup, go outside, mm-hmm. go on an adventure, surf a neighbor, yes. something that gets you out creating your own highlight reel. It's going to be Well, and take pictures of, you're a photographer, so I can say this. <laughs> take pictures of what you're doing. Because, like, even if you don't post them on social media, it's, like, sometimes it's so fun to, like, look back and be like, oh, we did a lot of fun stuff yesterday. And yeah. I have these pictures to look back on and remember it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Another thing that helps me bounce back is giving yourself permission to do that. And for me, I got in a rut probably four years ago. Um, We weren't able to get pregnant for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, This was when we were trying for Sloan. Um, And Sloan wasn't coming for years. But I uh, I joined a hip-hop crew. So cool. And it truly changed my life. It it brought so much happiness to me. And I just remember the first class that I went to as I was preparing to try out for this crew. Mm-hmm. Um, the leader of the crew, his name's Jeffrey. He's yeah. totally my family now and just love him so much. But he was uh, teaching that class that day. Okay. And he was talking about, Um, self-love and confidence and not being a zebra, not being scared and timid, um, but being a lion, just owning who you are and being okay with that. Yes. Because we can go throughout our whole lives being scared, but if we just are a lion and own it and be who God wants us to be. Yeah. um, And then we can conquer life. And he's like, I give you permission to do that. You need to do that. Yeah. And his words, when he said that to me, um, I realized that I need to change and be a lion, and I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess now, for who was ever listening, um, we give you permission. Yeah. We're giving you permission to love yourself. We're giving you permission to stop being scared to be who you want to be. Yeah, and I'm just going to read one of my favorite quotes that goes along with this idea It says, it is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. 
It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Just as we have power to change our lives, we have the power to help change others' lives. Yeah. I think that is the definition of why we're here on earth. Yes. We can be a positive light to others if we can be a positive light. Absolutely. With ourselves. I'm going to end by asking you a final question, and that is, how has your study of self-love and confidence, your most recent study, made a difference in your life? Um, it has truly put gas in my tank. <laughs> mm-hmm. It has given me a daily, you know, a purpose. And um, the kind of, the quote that runs through my mind daily or when I start feeling myself getting that rut again or when I feel myself getting scared, mm-hmm. I just tell myself, who you are is enough. Yeah. Who you are is enough, Nicole. Go for it. And um, that's what I've learned is that I am enough. And mm-hmm. um, and I've seen blessings in people and, and happiness start coming my way when I've when I've opened my mind up for change, when I have um, opened my mind up for growth and and for learning more about myself and, and continuing this journey of, um, of confidence and, and self-love. So I guess here's my permission for you to hopefully go out and do the same for yourself. Yes, I love that advice. And I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast today thanks for having me thank you for uh braving the coronavirus (laughs) by driving over to my house hey it's a group of less than 10 people so we're fine yeah we're fine Um, (laughs) scrub my hands (laughs) we'll wash our hands after this once again i do i am taking this seriously um but no i would just i am so grateful that you came on i in our short time of being friends i have felt very built up by you and i'm just grateful that you've been willing to come talk about a topic that's important to both of us so we will end there feel the same way about you love you if you are liking what you hear in this podcast or other episodes i would love for you to leave a review on apple podcast and share this episode with your friends and family if this message meant something to you i feel strongly about self-love and confidence because i know that's what will truly bring you happiness in life when you have self-love you know your worth and you are better able to manage the other relationships in your life and therefore love others more If you want to follow along for podcast updates, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at SheBuildsMeUp. And as always, you can reach out to me via text or email. 